Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 143 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I am your humble host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man and the greatest living fantasy football player of all time, Willie, Willie Saylor. You're in the presence of greatness. You're getting to watch greatness in action um, every day, every week. Yeah, we're I mean, gonna check. We're gonna check in on the greatness of Willie Saylor be, in fantasy athletics. It must be odd for you to sit so close to me. It's it really is. It's like I'm still I'm still in that phase where like I'm pinched. Is this really my life? Yeah. Do I really get to sit this proximal um, to the greatest of all time? So Willie, with that said, obviously you were undefeated this week in fantasy football. So why don't you just explain the uh, the degree of victory you you achieved? Slaughtered. This is how out of the loop I am on fantasy football, though. And uh, I got beat this season by Taylor Miller and Jason Bryant. Wow. That's that's what we call rock bottom. Yeah. In so intervention. It's in, like one of those careers that, like, you so know, wait, you're, you're hitting 45 home runs a year. Then next season you're batting 187. Because you're off the juice. Yeah. You're like uh, – I'm, like I'm off the fantasy juice. Wow. So are you – are you prepared to redact your statement that you were the greatest fantasy football player of all time? Because you, you no, can, no, you, you cannot best. So no, no, you, it's, you're, you're undeterred. No, it's still like Hall of Fame numbers. Hall of Fame numbers. Well, there's a lot of people in the Hall of Fame. You know, okay, they're not. The so greatest. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm you're a Hall of Famer. So you've been. If you down- just look at the, the the numbers of how many how many leagues I've been in, how many times I was in a title game. <laughs> <laughs> your record speaks for itself. Record speaks for itself. I'm just you know I'm the, I'm. I'm out of the loop. I'm out of the loop. I tried to cram for fantasy drafts in the span of about an hour and a half. Isn't isn't part of being the greatest that you, you put in the time? Yeah, I don't have time to put in the time anymore. End of an era, perhaps. Okay. Maybe it's time you retire. Start get a GM job. Yeah. Something else. Maybe get a broadcasting job like Michael Strahan. Something yeah, like yeah, that. Something. I could. I'll do Good Morning America. <laughs> is he on? Is he on? Never mind. He's on one of those things. He's on one of those things. Okay. Enough catching up with the greatest. Let's. Let's go UWW Cadet World Championships and all that that entails. The good. If if we were if we were like at UWW, if we were like at a tournament, I would just punch you because there's no repercussions. I just you know. why 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 would you not? Well, okay, go ahead. There's not necessarily no repercussions. There's no repercussions for certain people from certain countries, i.e., Russia. So really, you would need to to um, be a, a Russian citizen to get carte blanche to do whatever you want. But if you were Russian, Willie, you could do whatever you want. Of course, we're talking about well, we could be talking about a lot of things because Russia, yeah, they are they are as, as as Dave Chappelle would describe as habitual line steppers. Mm-hmm. Habitually, they step over the line. And the most recent they don't one, know how to act. they Russia don't, don't know how to. Act. They got no home training. No, none, none whatsoever. They They're are just like we'll do whatever we want. Perpetually do. out of pocket. They're like, they're like that kid you see in Walmart that is just like running down the aisles. The mom's got no control because you can tell the mom just lets the kid do whatever he wants. And now you got an out-of-pocket kid in Walmart. He's opening the Lucky Charms. Okay, he's getting the Capri Suns. He's punching them open. It's a whole mess just because no one will will give this country or this child any parameters. And that's where we are. And Ru- Russia just. 
punches their straws through all kinds of Capri Suns. Basically, yeah, is right. what you're saying. It's it's the perfect it's the perfect um whatever that thing's it's called. called an analogy. <laughs> now, unless you're living under a rock, what happened was right. A Russian coach, and you could see it coming. You could see it coming. Oh, he they came out. They thought that. So so, Georgia, which is the home country. Is wrestling Russia. There were some close calls, nothing egregious. The Russian coach thought it was some home cook, and he came out on the mat, and you knew. You knew he wasn't going to be able to control himself. Right. And he slapped and then choked. Well, well, he goes. He slapped and then grabbed the throat of. He went fake. He goes fake slap, okay, in the initial. Backs away, comes back round two, and he goes like this. This is neither. Then he goes throat. He goes this. This is on radio. He goes throat shove. Imagine this will come across. We have a video today, so uh, it's okay. going to be really cool. But so he does that. He does that, and uh, he gets a red card actually before the throat shove. And um, pandemonium in the arena. The guy loses. The Russian heavyweight is trying to get on the mat to do I don't know what. Um, it, it's just they do it again, and they do it again and again, and they imba- they are embarrassment. In case Russia, you, Russia, Russia, you are an embarrassment to wrestling, and I don't care how good you are. You are em- you embarrass yourself and the sport annually, yeah. at at best, and probably. Why aren't they more, banned? Hey, okay. Why aren't they banned? Mongolia gets banned for taking off their clothes. Uh, Russia doesn't get banned for assault and battery and whipping out guns at cadet trials. Cadet trials, you're bringing out guns. You're, you're first of all, you cheat. More than anyone else, more you cheat about else. your ages. Your whole, you, your, whole on your whole system is juiced up. Okay, so you know what? I don't even respect you as wrestlers because most of you cheat. Unless no, you're all cheaters in my book. You're all cheaters. You're in all, my book too. You're all cheaters. Um, I don't. We can be like we're gonna be like Iran. We're just not gonna recognize them as a state in wrestling. Well, I don't recognize them anymore. I don't. I don't recognize them as a state. No. So it, it's it's ridiculous how perpetually they they do this. And to Willie's point, Mongolia. Does a peaceful protest? Protest, and yeah, maybe you, maybe those, y- you punish those coaches, right? Punish the coaches. You're out. You f- get fined or something. Okay, whatever. You took your clothes off. That was. That's not good. You don't want that to become a regular thing. But uh, th- they banned that entire country. Do you guys realize that Mongolia was not allowed to send athletes to junior worlds and cadet worlds? What is a cadet Greco wrestler? What does a cadet woman have to do with an Olympic-level men's coach disrobing? Complete and, and, and Mongolia's presence as a, as a power um, helps wrestling, right? But now you're, you're limiting them from, mm-hmm. from competition? No, they got to go. How does, that, how does that help? I mean, ultimately, it comes down to the decision makers. What are they thinking? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're not thinking. They're we, we don't. There's no you – can't, you can't sell me that this is an organization with vision when for the opening ceremonies of the Cadet World Champions, you literally <laughs> bring Mikhail Mamiashvili, who one month ago was accused and never really denied punching – Slapping, striking a woman in the face, not once but twice. That's the guy that you have deliver the opening remarks to these young kids? That's the guy who's going to break it down and, and welcome you to Tbilisi, Georgia? That is the leadership 
that we're talking about. That is how completely tone deaf they are that they would have this guy up there. And the fact that he's in leadership is bad enough. You can at least hide him away, right? Like, no, you can't come. You can't do it. We're, we'll sort this out later. But to have him deliver, I mean, it's, it's, it's so it's, sad. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, you can't make this stuff up. It's unbelievable. This dude has bodies on his resume, by the way. Yeah. Uh, bodies on his police ledger. He just punched a woman in Rio. That, and then he's gonna present the opening ceremonies at Cadet Worlds. Yeah. How how backwards or tone deaf can you be? So so backwards, so tone deaf. And and this is and you know United World Wrestling claims there's no there's no mechanism to remove him. We have no mechanism. Well, we can't do it. We can't do it. The the and they're right. Because the mechanism is is bravery and guts and foresight and vision. And those are the things that United World Wrestling does truly lack. So maybe they're being truly honest that there is no mechanism because they are they are completely spineless. Is there a, is there a mechanism to not have them do opening ceremonies of Yeah. There's no mechanism. There's no mechanism. There's no mechanism. I mean this guy the mechanism the mechanism is common sense. Yeah. Yeah, I which mean Which they obviously lack. And it, it it's so it's so disappointing. It's so it's scary for wrestling that that we find ourselves in in this position where a man of this nature in a country, I mean, it, it trickles down, right? Mikhail can do whatever he's want. What do you think? These coaches have to feel like they can do whatever they want, and then the kids are going to think they can do whatever they want because truly, um, th- they can they can do they can do what they want, and they can be out of control embarrassments. On the mat, and now watch the response. They'll probably, you know, we're wrestling. Maybe they'll ban that coach for. You know what they're gonna do, right? You know what's yes. gonna happen. They're gonna repeal Mongolia's thing. That really helps their cadets and juniors. But go on. They're gonna repeal Mongolia's thing, reinstate Mongolia, and slap Russia on the wrist and say, "See, it's all fair." Yeah, they'll slap. Let's say, "Hey, you're out for." Uh, I think it was um, Larry Larry Early, um, who said. They'll, they'll probably suspend them for just like six months or something yeah, like that. Six months. There's when no, there's, no, there's no events. There's no event. It's suspended for the off season. Yeah, you're out. Hey, that's that's a long time. Mongolia only got um, one month. Russia got six. So really six times. But in reality, they had to miss two events in, in one country. And we don't even know what they're going to do. They might not do anything. I mean, this. Did, they might. Did, some, did, some people within UWW probably doesn't don't know what happened. They probably don't know what happened. <laughs> probably on a cruise somewhere yeah um i don't i don't know i i'm just so i'm so disappointed that this is the situation our sport finds itself in and uh, i i don't know what's going to solve it i don't think the the leadership will, will stand up to this i mean i think i think we've only scratched the surface of the shenanigans that went on at the olympics yeah. as far as and and how leadership was involved with some of the corruption there um there's, yeah, there's well, more. you know, it's, it, it was stupid before it even before the Olympics even started because those Ru- Russia should have been out. Should have been out. Russia should have been out. If if UWW was a leadership had any leadership and wasn't in bed with, doof, yeah, wasn't in bed with Mommy Shavili and the Russians, there was more than enough evidence there to keep them out, and they should have because they're all juiced up. And I saw an article on on Mommy Shavili. Where, and and I didn't. There wasn't a direct quote, but it said that L- Lalovic literally said that the the girl 
that claimed she was hit was was not telling the truth that she was lying. That was so we're, we're believing his word, Mamishvili, over over the girl when when he wouldn't even deny it. So that just that just paints a very bleak picture of United World Wrestling's future unless they they finally get get some real leadership in there that'll throw the bums out and um, allow our sport to grow and become what it could be because there was a lot of good things that happened on the mat, but we're talking about we're talking about the wrong things. We're talking about uh, uh, let's talk about the right things. Let's talk about the fact that we had probably the best freestyle team there. I personally, I believe that we did. Um, the scoring doesn't really align with that. And maybe you know what? If we were Russian fans, we could see we left some points here. We left some points here. We could play that well, game. We did leave some points there. I don't know why. I mean, people are saying we should have won the title. There's a point system, guys. Yeah. Why should we have won the title? Yeah. Yeah. They had more points than us. Right. Hey, the Cowboys beat Redskins the other day, but we know, should have won. We were the real champions. <laughs> <laughs> we were the real champions on that field that day. No, listen, as good as we were, we were second place. Yep. We had the most champs, I believe, with three. Kurt McHenry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that dude's that dude's a wizard, huh? He's so real. Oh, my goodness. He was he was on fire that whole tournament. I mean, you know, I, th- those guys are starting to develop. A couple years ago, um, there was a group in in Virginia that you know they always were on the same big circuit, shout, right? McHenry, Malcolm Robinson, Aaron Brooks. Um, Brooks is from Maryland, but they were all on the DMV same circuit. Area. They were all in the same circuit, and they were all so. Then they come up as freshmen. They're pretty good freshmen, you know. And now, now we're seeing boom, you know, they're really rising up. Uh, McHenry's a world champion. Brooks, um, it's just great to see that you know the development there. Yeah, I he was one of my favorites to watch. And one thing, a thread sewn throughout this tournament for Team USA was a very very offensive mindset. All our guys were in shootouts, big, high-scoring matches, taking risks, taking attacks, and it bit us a couple times. And, you know, with David Carr and Vito, they, they were letting it fly, and they got caught for some big fours. But that's and, – and, you know, with Roman Bravo Young, it happened too. And, and that's the kind of stuff that happens. And you have to put this tournament in perspective. It's age-level wrestling. It's cadet, and that's – Kind of the point of these, they're they're for experience. Even though they're very important, they're they're great experience and they're great tools for these guys moving forward. Well, it's better to it's better to win at an age level than to not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and and we did leave we did leave some points on the board. I thought Jacob Warner was certainly better than that kid, but uh, than the, the kid from India. Um, but Warner comes back and takes bronze, right? Um, Car with a winnable match, I think Vita with a winnable match, um, but yeah, but they still all did well. Yeah, but you know you're not feeling me on the that they were all wrestling hard and wrestling a score, and that's oh, yeah, why. Oh yeah, they lost. They, I mean they, you know, sometimes you you, you get a little upset at the senior level, um, even junior level where the kids dial it down. Yeah, these guys were pretty wide open. They attacked. Um, it's fun to watch. It was really fun. Um, Yanni, he was in a tight one in his semi. Score is kind of misleading. It was really a one-move match where in the second he was either trailing or it was 1-1 criteria. I can't recall. But then 
he gets a he goes duck to a to a turn and just puts it out of reach and you know the match is over because this kid can't score. And, and that's a thing that gets overlooked too. Spencer Lee wins a world title. Yanni wins a world title. Mark Hall wins a world title. Even Gable Stevenson in some instances they win a world title and you think, oh, they are the greatest and they, they killed everybody. Look, it's very important for them to be in some tight matches. They get better. Be, don't overlook the fact that they won some close matches, right? Right. Yanni did. Mark Hall did. Spencer Lee was in a war. Um so not, all these guys were Kurt. Kurt was Kurt needed a turn in the last second right. to win. So not only is it great from a developmental standpoint and experience standpoint um, to have the overseas trip, it's also character building in the sense that they have to dig deep and and, and be in close. I mean, how often in the United States is Yanni? Is Yanni you know, Yanni's going to wrestle his high school season. He's not going to. He's not going to be tested. No. Right. Uh, Spencer Lee is not going to be tested very often. So um, for them to face some adversity um, and fight back, that's very good for their development. Yeah, and I think that that's the point I'm trying to make. It's like we should be encouraged that guys are going over there and they're learning the hard lessons now. Mm-hmm. You know, Ro- Rowan Bravio Young's not going to make that mistake again. Uh, Vito's not going to make – Carr's not going to make those mistakes again. They're going to use it and learn from it. And when these guys are on senior world teams – they're going to have a level of experience that a lot of senior world teams, some of these guys, it's the first time they make any team ever, and we're sending them to the senior world championships. Wow. Now you've got all these experiences. You've got these foreign fields against the best foreign guys that are your age. Um, I, I just think it's going to pay huge, huge dividends. And we, we see it at the junior worlds. We see it at cadet worlds. These guys that were at junior worlds and winning and at cadet worlds winning are going to win world and Olympic titles. It happens. It happens every year, and I'm not pro- pro- guaranteeing that for Americans or anyone in particular. But the numbers suggest and say cadet world champions become world medalist world champions, and same for junior world champions. There's just a strong correlation there. So they're doing it against tough fields, and we're having success. And it was our best um, cadet team ever. It was 55 point or uh, 60, 55 points was our previous high. We had 67. Um, and that, you know, 55 was with three champs as well. Seven, seven. We've had three champs for three years in a row. We had three last year. Yeah. And the Jared. Year before, the year before that. Yeah. Last year was Jared, Yanni, and Gable. The year before that was. Mark Hall, Mason Manville, Spencer Lee. That's right. Wow. Um, so. It's impressive. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough to replicate. I guess you would have said tough to replicate after the first time they had three champs. We could. I I think this was the year we were best positioned to beat that. Personally, I think I thought Vito was the best guy in his match. Um, you, you can't convince me. I mean, he made those mistakes, right? But I mean, we'll say this: it was very winnable. And I thought Vito Warner, was Vito was Vito was better wrestler than that kid. That's what I'm saying. Okay, and, and then Warner, Carr, Whitlake, Warner, I, Whitlake, that kid was darn good. Warner, Warner, I still think that was the best guy in that bracket. Oh, you, you'll never convince me he was the best guy. First of all, he lost four four. Carl lost eight eight. Yeah, Carl lost to eight eight, but that guy didn't win. Yeah. So, 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 so awesome, awesome, blossom. Got a couple uh, medals from the from the ladies as well. Cadets had a rough time. Cadet Greco um, struggled a little. That bit. was what they have seven points. I don't want. I don't know. That just basically means they entered a team. That's bad. Cadet Greco is bad. What's wrong with Greco? I don't know. Can you fix it? They, we spent 
We spend a lot of time grabbing legs, and we, then you tell, and then you send a team off to <laughs> not grab legs against <laughs> the best not leg grabbers in the world. Yes, yes. We're, we're and you'll be tying up there too, so it's harder. Um, Twenty minutes in, wanna wanna pivot to to who's number one? <laughs> What's why is that funny? Just I'm like the people need to know what time it is. It's ten twenty. It's ten twenty here. That was the tie up. Austin, Texas. You got. You oh. threw me a curveball there oh. with the tie-up oh, thing. It took you four minutes. It didn't take me four minutes. I was trying to suppress it. <laughs> inside joke there, guys. Inside. It's great for radio. You're on the other inside joke. I, I've been doing a lot of Googling on, on how to make a, a radio show really effective and strong. And inside jokes, high correlation to, to strong traffic. So we're going to keep the inside jokes coming. You're just going to have to wonder what, <laughs> we're, right. what the hey. heck we're talking about. Did you get your plane ticket yet for who's number one? Oh, yeah. I'm like, how are you feeling about this 32 piece set? I'm feeling outstanding. Uh, if you're asking about my plane ticket specifically, I feel great about that. Feel great about your ticket. Feel great about the what ticket. What day do you get in? Who's number one? I can't wait. Thirtieth. Thirtieth. Uh, tell me a day of the week. Is, it, is that a Friday? <laughs> Friday. Friday. I get there in the in the evening though, because Friday Friday morning that's uh, donuts with daddies, and I go and eat a donut with Caleb at his school. And then, then I come to who's number one after that. That is so precious. Isn't that adorbs? That is adorbs. I, th- I thought y'all would like um, that. So, run down the list, bud. Run down the list. All right, here's, here's what we got pop-a-lopping. Cody Brewer, Tony Ramos. That's going to be fire. That is, dare I say, in fuego. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I think a, a lot of people. How do you break down that match? Listen, I'll a lot, tell you I think right a now. lot of people are like. You want yeah, the breakdown? Ramos. Yeah, a lot right, of people. Yeah, Brewer. Brewer is a good competitor, but Ramos, you know, he, I don't really see it that way. I mean, I think Tony's a favorite, but Brewer is a wild card and bigger, right? Mm, I don't know how much bigger. No, no, they're both thirty-three pounders in college. They're both. I mean, if if there's a there's not a size difference that's gonna impact this match, I'll put it that way. I'll, I'll say you know it's, it's gonna come down to to one thing in my opinion. Cody Brewer is gonna attack a lot, and if he gets reattacked, he will lose. If he leaves himself open to reattacks, he will lose. If he clears out of his attack, because he's going to shoot a lot. If he can take safe attacks that don't make him vulnerable, he's got a great shot at winning because he has amazing offense. That's that's where that match is going to be won and lost, in my opinion. I don't anticipate Parterre playing a huge role. Um, I think it's going to be all off. Cody Brewer's offense, Tony Ramos' defense, and reattacks. That, to me, that's the match right there. All right, we also got Roman Bravo, young Nick Ramo. That's oh going to be good. Uh, they they hit at Akron, right? Yes, but this will be folk style, and it will be at one twenty six. Um, they're both, yeah, they're they're, they're the same size. Uh, Car Coy, which is I think is a really interesting matchup, um, especially in folk style. Coy, I mean, he's been ranked one, two, three, four, but he doesn't hit the circuit. Uh, as much I know that you're a little critical of him for that. Yeah, yeah, um, I always will be. So that'll be an interesting match. Decatur Teasdale. Oh boy, I, I love uh, Decatur's a little. He's a little spark plug, right? He's a, he is. He's a mover and a shaker. And Gavin is awesome. Um, Whitlake Labriola, I think finally um, everybody's underst- understands how good Travis Whitlake is. Yeah. And Labriola, uh, the number one guy in the country and um, a hometown kid, so there'll be a big fan base there. You know, he goes to Bethlehem Catholic, and it's it's in Bethlehem. Um, Jelani Embry, Mike Beard. 
Go on, Mike, huh? Go on, Mike. Mike Beard. Michael? I'm pretty sure his you name call is Michael. Michael? You call I'm, Michael. I've never heard anyone call Mike. him. I mean, his call friends Mike? call him, you know, when you're tight with him, you call him Mike. Oh. Jelani Embry, Mike Beard. I think that's a great matchup. Um, Shane Griffith, Brady Berge. Uh, it's good to have Brady Berge in the mix. Griffith's a little small, but he's a stud. I mean, he just he proves a lot of people wrong a lot of times. Uh, and then and then uh, Lee, Nick Lee and Sasso. Uh, Sasso, another hometown kid. You know, Nick Lee... They have an amazing triangle here, but go on. A triangle? Tell me about the geometry. It's isosceles. Um, so Nick Lee beat Kane and Store, crazy match. Sammy Sasso also beat Kane and Store, crazy match. I guess that's the triangle. Triangle's Kane and Store. I don't know if that's even a triangle. But okay. they both had... I think on paper, many people are like, oh, this is Lee's all day. This is Nick Lee's match all day. Um... I'm not going there. One, it's folk style, which I believe favors, not favors Sasso, but I think that is it, Sasso's. It the, yes, narrows the gap a little bit. It it helped that helps Sasso because that's going to cater to his style a little better. And if you just look common opponent, um, I think Sasso has been right there with some of the guys that Nick's been right there with. And you know, this is a guy, Sammy Sasso, that was right there with Luke Pletcher at Pennsylvania State Tournament, and I think we would all give. Uh, Pletcher, more than a his sh uh, than a fair shot against Nick Lee at this point. So I think I think that's a great one. Um, in going to come down to finishes from Nick Lee because he's going to get the legs. It's going to be a good one again. And again, Sasso, um, we'll have some and maybe home, some more matches coming. Will hometown fans? Yeah, maybe some more matches. Um, and, and you me and Lee. Are you going to duck yeah, me? Continue. Lee, you might not see him um a whole lot of the rest of the year. So get get a chance to um see him how about for your recruit nicks for your recruiting folks why did uh, you say recruit nick does that mean something a recruit nick yeah what's that mean it's like a recruiting junkie why why did you say nick is this a, is this terminology recruit nick it's like a beat nick it's like a it's a term is it mm -hmm. you're a, i i learn i learn about a word or two a week from willie recruit nick so um here's some nuggets it's 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 D1 recruiting nugget time. Um, Dayton took a trip to PSU. Whitlake will take a trip to PSU. All right, slow down, slow down, slow down. Dayton fix. Took it, uh, everyone. Let me slow, you know, slow down. Let's let that marinate. All right. Okay. Dayton fix. Everyone thinks Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State. Well, he's at least, he's, he's listening. You know, and this is something Willie's been saying all along to the people who have said, he's going to Oklahoma State. Come on, come on, come on. Well... He was at Penn State, and anytime they're in the mix, they're in the mix till till it's over. And so him being there, it's huge. Yeah, so he went to – Dayton went to Oklahoma State a couple weeks ago, uh, which is interesting but not interesting, right? He's been on Oklahoma State's campus a million times since he was three years old probably. Right. Um, and then, uh, you know – other coaches had come in to see him, and then this past weekend he went to Penn State. So, um, who's he, he's supposed to announce on signing day? Let's. I, I know he's kind of itching to get it out there, but hopefully <laughs> he doesn't break the bubble before that date. Um, Please. And then uh, Travis Whitlake and Brady Berge are both. You already said Whitlake locked to Penn State. Are you mean, can you walk that back? Why don't you walk that back? Should I walk it back? I don't. You were definitive, like I, the decision has been made. Has the decision been made? I, 
No, he didn't sign. Then, then he didn't walk sign. It, it's then not go ahead done. And, he didn't verbal. Then walk no, it back. he didn't. But all signs indicate to Penn State and Penn State only. I think he should walk it back. Crazier things have happened. I mean, I, if you're asking me, ask me where Travis Whitlake's going to go. Where, um, where do you think that is different? Where do you think Travis Whitlake's going to go? Say I kn- those words. I, I will say Penn State. Okay. That do you understand? That's very different from he is going to Penn State. Okay. I think we know the the, the context of this situation. Okay. Where do you think Travis Whitlake's going? I think he's going to Penn State. I'm pretty sure he's going to Penn State. Uh, yeah. So Travis Whitlake is going on a visit to Penn State after. Who's number one? As is. He's just gonna pick out his dorm room, right? As is Brady Berge. He's gonna take a, register for classes. That's all. That's all right. Cool. Scarlet and gray news. Oh yes. Caleb, Caleb Romero. That was mm-hmm. a, that's a that's a you nugget. I didn't uh, I didn't know Caleb Romero was. What are you what are you saying there with Caleb Romero? I, th- I think there, I saw a social media that he was, was in Singletary and Warner is apparently set to visit there. Jacob Warner. Well, you put down Caleb Romero and Singletary. I have been told, uh, my, my sources say Warner's visiting Ohio State when he gets back from Georgia, which he probably is. He probably is. So maybe uh, this weekend, sometime soon. Yeah. So that's what's, pretty big. What's your what's your intel on Romero and Singletary? I don't know intel. They they are going there. A, someone sent me a tweet that they were there. Gotcha. That was it. Just like you saw, the, you know, social media posts with Dayton at Oklahoma State and Penn State. That's all it is. So they were on their visits. Um, I'm sure there's other visits going on. Kyle Lawson switching it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Kyle Lawson, um, three-time Ohio State champion. Two-time. Three. Three. For St. Paris Graham. Now Sean Fawes in uh, Kentucky State Finals as an eighth grader. Isn't Sean Fawes, like, still 125? He's still 125. Yeah. Lawson's like 170. Well, Sean, Sean Paws right now is not 125. No. There there may be a science project that tries to get him back down there, <laughs> but it, it's not going to be uh it's not going to be easy cuz he's he's real big. Um but yeah, so he was going to Wisconsin, but then with coach Roselli going to Oklahoma, he's like, I think I'll go there. So the first I guess that's the first big Big signing there, and still haven't heard anything on the Milhoff front there. You know, he said he wants to transfer. He wants to tra- as far as I can tell, he's still there. Um, well, he's locked. He's pretty much locked there until December. He, yeah, he can't go anywhere else. I, I wonder if that changes. I wonder if he's like, all right, stick it out. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Luke can win him over. Right, know. right. Um. Oh, also, while we're at OU, Keith. Well, we already told the people. If you listen to Flow Radio Live, you get the news before everyone else. It's a it's a nice little advantage. Um, but yes, Keith Gavin officially named uh, to staff there, as was Michael Leitner. Also, I already mentioned on Flow Radio, but those became official. Gavin leaves UVA, which leaves uh, UVA with a their head assistant position now being open. I don't know. Who will be who will be taking that job? No until there. So that's that. Um, that's that's the recruiting roundup there. All any, right. Any other any other? Did you get a word of anything? Sometimes you'll be like, sometimes we'll just be like in conversation, and you'll like just drop something huge. I'm like, oh, that's interesting news. That's like sport changing, and you just don't even. I don't even know. You're like, yeah. Anything like that? No. White collar Willie. 
Oh, god. It's white collar Willie times. It is. Sometimes. Because I find out big stuff, but then I got like, I got so, like stupid like board meetings or so, junk and, and like. It's true. Then I, I lose. I asked. Uh, train of thought. I asked Willie, you know, hey, you want to watch some football? You want to do this? You want to do that this weekend? And and he's like, he just sends me a, a picture, a, a Snapchat of him on a golf course with a cigar, with this big cigar, okay? And and it just says at the links, like I'm dead serious, I'm dead serious, and um, so so that's that's where we are. You know what? I really enjoyed the the working man Willie, blue collar Willie. I went from Budweiser to Arnie Palmies. Yeah, yeah. Um, sipping on the finest wines and smoking Cuban cigars. These are these um, are all lies, by the way. You're gonna you're gonna start posting videos of, of you you know working out on uh, doing some bicep. Sunday's curls. Sunday is for boating. Sunday's promoting, yes, yeah. So that's that's Will. That's the Willie hey, right now. Let's we're talk left a little bit about uh, when are you having? Are you going to do rankings? When are you going to do that, bud? Um, I'm thinking. I'm talking about D1 rankings, dude. I've, I've got next Monday circled, and we're gonna start rolling them out. You're gonna start rolling them out. Rolling them out. One weight per day. One weight per day, because that's how you like it. Okay, but by you, I mean the people. That's there's twelve of them though. Yeah, yeah. There so are. You're gonna go right through the weekend. Nah, we might just pl- we might just do Monday to Friday. No, because hashtag all weights matter, all rankings matter, and you all get right, so you get that you, do, you get that weekday treatment. Maybe you do one twenty five to one fifty seven, then do sixty five through heavyweight. Then the next Monday, next Monday, you do team then or pound for pound and then and then team. Going pound for pound, pound for pound on Monday. Got to lead with that heat. Lead with that heat. Lead with that heat. Pound for pound stuff. All right, so. Let, but let's can we talk about? I've got it? some pound for pound problems. Also, this you is do? Uh, this could be challenging. I got some just pound just pound problems. Pound problems. <laughs> I got like I gotta hit a treadmill. Uh, oh no! All right, so um, let's talk about a weight or two. Dude. Let's do it. Let's do it. Maybe we could maybe we could go pound for pound. But right we, now, listen, is this a, a, like a accepted universal truth that that world level wrestling? Is like better, right? World level wrestling is the best wrestling in the world, but we all geek out on the NCAA's. It's because the fields are known, the athletes are known, the teams are known. Yeah, it's a man. The week of the Olympics. Who's this? Yeah, who's, who's sending? Who's who out? Gonna, I don't know. Who is this guy? And then oh, let's oh, say George is sending this guy at eighty six. Well, he hasn't most, wrestled. Since most people in. Planet, on planet Earth have never heard of him. Before. They've they've never heard of him, and also, well, let's say I am a diehard. I'm a geek. I want to know who is this guy, George Sending. Well, let's look on the database. If you know the database, which that's pretty nerdy. If you know that, if you know yeah. the database, you look him up. Well, he hasn't wrestled since '98 at Cadet uh, Freestyle, 42 kilograms. If you know the Foldy database, you are in the upper echelon. You're in the of, upper echelon of of diehard fans. And if you know how to, if you know how to actually find guys like and play with the spellings, yeah, you got you got to know how to play play with the spellings. There's 14 to 15 consonants all back to back, and you got to figure put them in order, jockey them around. So if you can do all that stuff, you're you're pretty nerdy. But then even then, it's still pretty hard to know stuff about these guys. So it's hard to be an international wrestling. It's fan. hard to be an international wrestling fan, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Back to hashtag you Back. Back to leadership and back to logistics and, and and infrastructure. International wrestling could be, it could awesome. be huge. Could be huge. Huge. Could be huge. But they need to do certain things to make it that way. Right. Um, 
The U- it, I'll, I will give them credit. No, we no. don't know. We don't. You don't know who. I'm not giving you credit for having a YouTube page. I'm walking that back. You don't need to. Um, we, you know, we don't know who India is sending at 74 kilograms, uh, but we know the three deep for Iowa. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know the man is 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 Kimmer going to go 49 or 57? You know, we know we we know the stories for Division One. It's just easier. It's just easier to follow. Um, and we know these kids, and we've known them all along. So I don't know if you want to take a look at 25. Going to be, uh, uh, honestly, not as good as it's been in previous years, um, in my opinion. You know, I think I don't think it's going to be as deep. Now, guys could emerge. There could be some freshmen, like some, you know, Nico Megalutis five years ago. or that, you know, court- that, that will happen. I don't know if it'll happen to a high degree. What are you talking – listen – I mean, someone will place third, regardless. You know what I mean? Like, the- we see we see people come out of the woodwork all the time at 125, all the time. When Give me Mc- an example. McDee and Andrew McDee. Long, both freshmen. Both freshmen. That was at a time when you had reigning incumbents like you had incumbents so you- like Angel uh, Angel Escobedo and, and Troy Nickerson. Troy Nickerson, and who comes out of it? Two freshmen. Yep. yep. Um, you know, you know the whole, you know the whole playing field. Then Zeke Moisey beats Nishan Garrett and freaking Thomas Gilman, freaking. right? Uh, you see guys come out of that way all the time. Did it happen last year? Uh, I don't think that it did. No. Last year was too good. Last year, Gilman, Nico, well, Nato, Nato was sorry. So it's really. Three very, very strong. So I don't know that it happened last year. I mean, a guy like Milhoff did really well placing. I don't think anyone broke out. So uh, it, it depends no, on the I, year. I'm not saying every – well, it happens often at 25. Yes. Yeah. You know, Joey did it a couple of years ago uh, in 2014 when he placed fourth. So so the field, you know, it's – in t- for me, maybe you won't put Soriano in this tier, but I'm putting him in that tier with Gilman and Dance – and I think they're a tier by themselves. Thomas Gilman, Joey Dance, Nick Suriano. Um, they are pretty close to impenetrable. I don't Zeke Moisey, I love Zeke Moisey. He's awesome. But he's not healthy. He wasn't healthy last year. And then before the time when he wasn't healthy, he was woefully inconsistent. And I am not I'm not just gonna say, well, he got hot at NCAA last year. You, so far. Zeke Moisey has had one awesome weekend in his collegiate wrestling career. That uh, is uh, undeniable. Hey, Zeke's my boy, and I know that Zeke is um, has been a little inconsistent, but uh, I thought it was rather impressive what he did at the scuffle. Yeah, you're right. I'll give you that. He lost. Um, he blew a match in, like, round two. Like, just blew it. He lost to Polakowski of Minnesota. He, like, blew it at the closing seconds. And then when he came back and went on it. I don't I don't remember who it was. I just remember being like, I've got it. I'm pretty darn proud of Zeke. He goes, he lost early to Polakowski on the backside to take third. He beats Brent Fleetwood, Dalton Macri, Darian Cruz, Ethan Lezak, Connor Schramm, and Drew Templeman. That's a that's a run, right? That's like five or six a, ranked guys. That's like three Pennsylvania State champions, two All Americans, a couple All Americans in there. 
a lot of qualifiers. So that um, that takes a lot of heart <laughs> to do to do on New Year's Day. Yeah, a lot you're of people, a returning NCAA finalist. You go down round two to Polakowski, and you're like, man, I gotta win seven matches to take third. You're right. Let me walk it back. I'll walk it back a little bit. Zeke Moisey has had multiple good weekends in his career, but he could have won that tournament. Or he could have made the finals at least. So, yeah, we'll I just we'll mean it showed him. me a lot of heart. Yeah, absolutely. Character. So I'm not I'm not putting him in that tier, and he could make me pay with that. Um, but I think it's Gilman, Dance, and now Dance. You could say the same. You could. Dance has had, he's had inverse seasons all three seasons. True freshman year, incredibly inconsistent. All regular season, amazing NCAA tournament takes yeah. fourth. Sophomore year and junior year, it's the same year. Amazing consistency. Amazing great job all regular season. Underwhelms, underperforms at NCAs last two years. So I, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't put him in that tier either. But I, I think you kind of have to. Guy's beaten Tomasello. He's beaten Gilman. He, he's he's in, beaten Peter. He's Peters. in the top tier for sure. Well, I mean, preliminary rankings talk. Where are you putting him? I think he'll be fourth. I think he goes behind Milhoff. And losses Peters. were to Jeske and Toreo. Yeah, he lost to Brandon Jeske. I I can't just like act like that How didn't did that happen? happen. You know those two like trained together for. I, they've been BFF since a long time. Yeah. Joey Dance used to like really like look up to Jeske. Yeah, and then he got and then he got better, and then yeah, it's kind of but, funny. This and then he, then, he, then he lost to him. So yeah, and and even Toreo. As good as Terrell was at NCAAs last year, he was he was an up and downer kind of guy. That's not a great loss. Terrell was the first loss, correct? Yes. Yeah, that was like round two, or I don't even think that was. A so quarter. you're th- you're thinking Gil? Is this? Can we? Where are we uh, talking about these orders? Well, I'll say this: this is what you take out the seniors. This was the end of the season rankings. This is what we came up with. Uh, okay. You feel those feels? So so uh, in your process. In your process, uh, end of the season rankings, do you pull seniors out and then the rankings are what they are? Do they stay in the same order? Or do you say, let's take some consideration here and move them around? I, t- I would take consideration. I mean, I would, I would change my mind of anything if I thought it was wrong. But if I think I'm still right, I'm not going to be shuffling this up that much. What will get shuffled is, let's say there's a guy that was redshirting last year that's now back in like a – I, like Nick Piccinini may be a guy that, you know, he'll slot in front of some guys. Or there aren't that many good red shirts, honestly, for, for this year. Or guys that had wrestled years before. Someone like Scotty Parker or something like that. So they could get slotted in front. Mm-hmm. They don't go behind at the end. But, yeah, uh, if I we look at these rankings, and that's that's what we agreed was correct at the end of the year. So we'll stick with that. So there, <laughs> Why do you spell Nicky Suriano like that? I, d- I just just I, for fun. I capital. You just like to, just like to humor yourself in your ranking spreadsheet. Yeah, if you, this thing's riddled with jokes, if you if you look around, it's also <laughs> it's a lot. Um, so is he your top freshman, uh, true or red shirt? I mean, at one twenty five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, his only competition is Piccinini. After doing this, is he the only one? Is Piccinini the only one coming off red shirt that's like you know high profile? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me ask you: After years of doing rankings, mm-hmm. 
has your process changed at all about ranking red, ranking freshmen? Would you are are you going to rank Nick Soriano? No, absolutely not. Okay, you can't. You can't. You can't. You're you're not you're not ranking. You're not ranking if you you're, you're, if you put Nick Soriano. Right, you're, but you can rank Piccinini because he has a body of work. He wrestled. He wrestled Division One. Yeah, wrestlers. Um, and you know what? Everyone. It's it's my favorite thing every year. Everyone freaks out. Everyone's like, "Oh, Kyle Snyder's not ranked. Jaden Cox didn't rank." And by like November eighth, they're top ten because they these guys wrestle. Right. Jaden Jaden was was you know top ten by the end of November. But in, in saying that, you know, we joked about Win Magazine's rankings of having Penn State seventh. Is there any legitimacy to that? <laughs> if you're not going to count, I know Nick Suriano. It's it's kind of funny because I you, you see it and then I was like I you know we kind of ridiculed it <laughs> and then I'm like then I'm like well you know what well how, you know what how high can I rank Vincenzo Joseph I can't rank him very high okay he he didn't he missed all kinds of tournaments he didn't he didn't beat anyone really of note so I was like oh wow sixty five not gonna score any points twenty five not gonna be scoring any points. Jared Cortez, how many points he gonna score? Jimmy Goulbaugh, so there's like four or five guys. Nick Neville's, there's six guys. Right. I'm gonna have you owe, that, you owe win an apology. <laughs> Penn State's gonna be 12. I really oh, enjoy the Penn State. I really game. enjoyed it. Dang it, watch it. Watch what it's gonna happen. I'm gonna have to eat it. You're gonna have to eat it. I can't wait till your rankings come out on Penn State's night. <laughs> it's guys, prepare yourselves. You, you can't rank them high. Penn State fans, demonstrate some chill because oh look, he's already. Issuing. Well, I'm helping him out. No, 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 no. I'm not issuing. I'm not issuing anything. All I'm saying is, you guys got to understand. Tr- oh no, here, my no, no, no. god! You got to trust the process. Trust the process. Okay, you guys will be ranked fine. There's no point in preseason rankings. Freak out. Some people say you should project if you think the guy's the third best rank of third. Well, those aren't rankings at all. That's not what rankings are. So I'm not going to do that. And we well, can't rank uh, Iowa. Same thing. You can't rank Cam Dog Millionaire. You can't rank yeah, the, I can. the Bull. Uh, I can rank Michael Kimmer. Beat multiple All Americans. You can't last rank year. the Bull. No, he won't be ranked. So it's the same. And that's the thing. Remember this, Penn State fans. Who else? Um, they got any freshmen starting? Uh, Vince Turk's coming off. Um, no. They got a lot of full seniors. Really. This is the year. Mm, excuse me. This is so the year. Yeah, if they got to do it this year, they or have it's to do it this year. What happens if they don't? I mean, that's Willie. You realize that that's what's likely to happen. It's likely that they won't. I'm right? just saying. What? Nothing happened. I mean, what do you mean? What are you getting at? I'm saying Iowa wants to win a title, and yeah. this is the year. They haven't won in a while. This is the year, and if they don't, I mean, there's gonna be sad people in it's, Iowa. That's that's been what's happened in the last couple of years. They've had teams good enough. They, I don't know if they were good enough last year. But a couple of years before, it they were good enough to win, and they didn't. It doesn't so. matter what happened in the past. It matters that, it matters that well, this t- is the year all the all the cards set up, right? They were they were. But my point is, they were set up maybe better in previous years, and they haven't won. You think? Yes. Should look at their. Um, it, were they are they set up as a team or set up as a team plus the landscape of other teams plus the constituency of the other teams? Because I feel like, I don't know. Ohio State's like this, the problem. Ohio State's, Ohio State's a, problem? a big problem. Penn State's a problem. Oklahoma State's a problem. I think they could beat Oklahoma. Yeah. Breaking news. 
crazy. Well, I'm news. saying, I mean, these yeah, traditional it, powers. You're well. The point is, you're saying like it sets up well because the teams are. Uh, yeah, the. Te- I don't know how it sets up well. These teams are awesome. Penn State's awesome. Ohio State's going to be awesome. Oklahoma State's going to be awesome. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying it's it's not set up that well. I mean, they have they're they are good enough to I win. I think it. it's set up about as well as it could be set up. They've had better teams in the last couple of years, I believe. Yeah, but when they've had better teams, Penn State has had monsters. They no, I mean Minnesota almost won that one year. Should have won that year. The year that Minnesota was right there, um, and the Dardanes didn't place. That that was the year. That was the year that Iowa was set up. Iowa was set up. Real proper. Corey Clark, Tony Ramos. Uh, no, nah, I'm not going to do the whole lineup. I'm just going to stop myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to do it because you're going to forget? Yeah, I might forget. All right. Anywho, how do we, we get on that topic? <laughs> <laughs> speaking of Our, speaking all, of Brody growth, this 125 rankings. All roads lead to Iowa somehow. I don't know. It doesn't matter what topic we're on. Oh no, that just happened. You got any sleepers? You got anything? You get what what can you bring to the table here? Connor Utsi's not gonna be in the mix. He said nah to his last year. Connor Utsi's nah. He's graduated. Well, no, graduated. No, for real. I mean he graduated. If he doesn't want to go to grad school, I mean what's he gonna do? He's gonna go to grad school just to have one one last go. One last go. You're two time I mean, all American. People are being people are like, Why would you just hang it up? Well he Why gra- would you why would you go graduated? To I don't think school at, uh, taking classes at Michigan is all that fun either. No, that's kind of a hard school. Hey, here's a topic though. I was asking you the other day off air. Uh, Iowa State, so Boston can't make twenty five. That's the word. They have like a lot of depth at thirty three. They got Earl Hall. They got Boston. They got Pup Simmons. Is John Meek still available? I don't know. They're gonna be like nine deep at thirty three, but I don't know. Maybe they convince one of those guys to go down to 25. I mean, but Larson is not bad at 25. Yeah. I'll tell you who He's could be a sleeper. Solid. Elijah Oliver, I think, could do something. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like Elijah a lot. Um, I agree completely. He's got Nick Simmons, who those two are like completely different stylistically, but Nick Simmons is a good coach. He can get you there. What about, what about your – Willie is so useless – and, and he's he's boys with with Brian Snyder. Does that get us any intel whatsoever? Because Snyder ever? is a square. We get no intel from Nebraska. I, so I'm going to ask this it's question. Sn- Snyder Listen. runs it past compliance to see if he can call me. Yeah. So I'm going to ask a question, and Willie's going to have absolutely no answer. But I'm going to ask Yo, it anyways. What? what? Chris Williams or Tim Lambert? Lambert. Really? I mean, what are you talking about? Chris Williams can't beat Tim Lambert. Lambert's starting. Next, any more brain busters? Are you sure? Yeah. Chris Williams, pretty good. No, duh. Is Tim Lambert the second coming? Did I miss something here? I mean, they're going to have Wrestloffs, probably, right? I'm not just going to give the starting spot to Tim Lambert. You ain't giving him a shot. You're not giving him. Lambert will be the guy. Lambert will be the guy. Hey, are they. Here's some more. So, all right, you were you were useful for once. This is this is very interesting. Useful for once. <laughs> this is a very interesting development. Um, 
he beat Josh Rodriguez last year, also, by the way. That was like week one, right? Yeah, and he didn't wrestle all that much. He's great. He was 16-2 and two as a redshirt. I like Chris Williams a lot. Apparently. You wrote him off against Tim Lambert. I didn't write him off. I'm just telling you what the situation is. You were 1,000% definitive, so that's a write-off, 100%. Now, moving on, 141. We're going to see what? Chad. I, we're talking about Nebraska. Oh. Chad yeah. Red. Chad Wheezy. I love... Nobody uh, calls him that, though. No. You nobody, made, I just made it up. Don't call him that. I love Chad Red. Did you see the picture that he put on Twitter? No. He changed his Twitter avatar to Brian Snyder's picture when he was at Nebraska. When Snyder was at Nebraska, and oh. he has this <laughs> big blonde hair. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a Snyder I grew up with. But uh, anyway, I don't know if we see Chad Red. Wealth of information. So uh, I'm not useless. Uh, listen, they don't know how. Do, they don't know what they're going to do there yet. I would say no. Yeah, they do. I would say no. You though. would say no. I would say we don't see. Man, I really want to watch Chad Red wrestle. Immediately. Uh, I can it's, tell you this. I can tell you this. He's doing good. He's doing the right things. He's doing good in the room. Mm. See, that's what I don't want to. Oh, and I do want to hear that, but I don't. I want to see him wrestle right away. They wrestle McChrystal. Snyder told me Red and somebody else was doing. You know, we were talking about their freshman, and he said Red and somebody else was doing good in the room. So we're getting a little information. Uh, I talked to Snyder like daily. Yeah. Well, and we got a. He's good in the room. Oh. <laughs> More at eleven. Okay, so so there's that. He so, does keep me at arm's length with the with the info though. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, I know. I remember. The Soufflon, well, this was uh, this was an era. How about this era for Nebraska wrestling? When it was the Destin McCauley, Jake Soufflon, who's going to go at 149? Didn't know then. You didn't get any input, but then Destin. It was not destined to be, as it were. So more at 125. So as we're talking about 125, any, any other Husker news you need to know? How about the Huskers with the big win over Oregon? Oh, uh, did they? In mm-hmm. football? There was another, a lot of big recruiting stuff going on, right? Like people taking trips. We, we, we went over Dayton and Whitlake and Singletary. And Nebraska had a good group in um, for the Oregon game. Um, you know, Labriola. Some guys, Has he already verbaled, though? Mm-hmm. He's just taking it as a fish. Yeah, who was? Oh, they had uh, Brian Courtney. Oh. Was the one. It was the. With the, the big one, you know, so they had they had Labriola and Jay Wren and guys that they already signed, but then they also had, um, you know, some unsigned or kids yeah. that haven't verbaled to anywhere yet, and one of them was Brian Courtney, and um, so I, I, you know, Brian Courtney, we're getting off, to, we're getting derailed here, but Brian Courtney, um, to me, is one of the more now he's not, you know. He's not ranked in the top ten on the senior big board, but to me, he's one of the most interesting recruits as far as like, you know, there's guys that are ranked higher that I'm like, okay, we'll see where he goes. But Courtney is one that's like I'm really interested to see where he ends up. Yeah, because I think that the initial was Cornell. He's going to Cornell. He's Cornell's mm-hmm. to lose, but you know, he's he's looking, he's taking visits, he's considering other places. So maybe. Maybe not Cornell, um, but I think they're still the leader at the clubhouse or whatever. Yeah, probably. Um, Are we going to finish up this 125 talk? We 125 got, talk. Can you? Good luck doing the notes for this show. It's all over the place. <laughs> all map. over the place. 
Yeah, just listen. Just just take it in. Just so, it in. Chase and Tolbert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he graduated. Okay, so why do you leave? Did he graduate? I think so. Why do you leave guys? I When I, Christian will be like, hey, you want to check the rankings? Just look them over. And I'll look, and he will have, like, names from, like, eight, 1984. Well, hold on. Not ranked. Not ranked, like just still in his spreadsheet. Like, well, why I'm, are these names in here collecting dust? Why is, uh, why is Bart Chelsevig still, <laughs> still in here? That's never happened. Why? Yes. Well, there might be like a relevant result in there. I don't want to get rid of. Like, why, if, you, if you scan over, you why can. Why is see- Matt Mully in here? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Mully officially not in the rankings or anywhere in the worksheet, uh, because what? Well, I'll clean it up. That's what you do before the next round. I'll, I'm going to cl- look. I'm going to look. I'm going to find some good ones right now. <laughs> Dull. Dull. You're going to embarrass me. Um, th- the point is... Steve t- McPeak. He's... <laughs> Steve McPeak's in there. He graduated in 1984. No, he didn't. He wrestled last year. He did? Allegedly. No, there's no way. Him and Evans graduated the same year. Mike Evans just graduated. I mean, a year ago. Mark, Mike Evans has been a coach at three different institutions. No, he has not. It's hyperbole, but he just graduated in 15. Okay. No, he did not. Yeah, he sure did, buddy. He sure did. He got six. Well, whatever. There's no reason for Stephen McPeak to be in your rankings spreadsheet. He just graduated. You might get a six. You never know when they're going to go Max Huntley and get a ninth year of eligibility either. I'm looking for good ones. I'm going to look for good ones. You're not going to find any. This thing's airtight. It's airtight. Um... So yeah, one twenty five gonna be an interesting weight. I'm I'm excited to start rolling these out. Luke Fry on Monday. <laughs> Is he really? He's in here. Luke Fry's in there. We could safely we could safely delete that one. I think. C J Cobb. I mean, he just quit. <laughs> he just showed up at EIWA's. Like, I think that I think you keep C J Cobb just for. Remember C J? Remember when he just said nah to one seeds at EIWA's? That was pretty funny. Um, hey, let's do a quick... Heavyweights are the funnest. Make make your way over to um, Pound for Pound while you're at it, while, while you're perusing. Because I got myself a, quant- myself, uh, a real quandary. Kyle Snyder, Zane Rutherford, Imar. How do you sort these guys out? Jaden Cox, I currently have seventh. That feels wrong, but he did take a loss, technically, to... Um, Phil Wellington, so I don't know. Are you you looking at this? Are you with me? Are you still looking at Stephen McPeak? Um, Who took a loss? Well, Jaden, oh, sort of. He had the the Wellington spike, so that's not really a loss. Not really a loss. But remember the Olympic bronze medalist was seventh on CP's (laughs) belt. He's not yet. He's not yet. The changes can be made. He's got to be top three or four, right? Bronze. I mean, you have him currently. You have him seventh. It's a. It's. I don't have. I currently don't have him. That's just where he is right now. He's not currently ranked there. Um, he's got to go ahead to Dean, right? So Cody Brewer is ninth in this sheet. <laughs> That's, okay, uh, the seniors have not been taken out. No Morgan McIntosh. Um, all right. So Jaden Cox, where does he go? Because, first of all, Willie, these are pound-for-pound rankings. There is no freestyle consideration. Okay? (laughs) What? Why is that funny? Uh, There's a couple weird things in here. Your notes. uh, First of all, you have Nashon Garrett listed as a junior. 
And then for NCA for his results for NCAs, you had you have slaughter. <laughs> Cornell Hoff to slaughter. That's also what I have for Zane. Sometimes you put funny things. All right, so Nishan comes out, and then you have if you take if you take Nishan out, the the order you have right now is Snyder, Rutherford, Imar, Nolf, Dean, Cox. Mm-hmm. I think Jaden needs to pass Gabriel. What, based on his Olympic performance? Well, I don't know. No, no, not based on that. Not based on that. But per- perhaps I was overly perhaps I was overly punitive from Jaden's season a year ago, not last year, when he got fifth, when he took some losses. Um Dean lost to Nolan Boyd last year. So that needs to be considered. That cannot be ignored. Okay, but yeah, but this that already happened. I know. But this so, so this is what you ask me. But do you get on me. You get on me bad when I do stuff like that. Because uh, you don't change it. You'll be, it'll be wrong. You just don't fix it. That's false. You'll leave that's Chance pa- Marstell at number that's one. That's patently false. No, it's I, not. If, I, if, I was, if I'm like, I all the time, I'm like, you know what? I have this wrong. I'll fix it. I, yeah. I've done that. Well, I'm, I'm very time. rarely wrong. So this, this doesn't happen much. <laughs> I... I I'm sorry. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. I have fault. Okay. I have fault. Well, you have Jade Cox behind Gabe Dean. Gabe, they're ledgers. I mean, Gabe, I'm not saying. That, here's the thing. I'm not saying it's wrong. Yeah, I don't know that it is. Gabe Dean at, at NCAs has lost one time, and it was to Ed Ruth. Yeah. You know, he's third, first, first. Jaden Cox lost also one time, and it was to Morgan McIntosh. No. I think I lied about this. You did. You, did I, oh. you made up those words. He lost to Kyle Snyder also. He lost He lost twice? Mm-hmm. He got fifth. Okay. So that fifth there, it, it looms. It looms a bit. And, you know, you have to – the thing is with these pound for pounds, they win so much, you have to look back further than you would for a normal, for a normal person. So, like, I'm serious. Like, the, some of these losses – from true freshman year or sophomore year, they, right, so, they kind of so come up. Just hypothetically, hypothetically. we're not going f- to really figure this out right now, but if you move Cox ahead of Dean, mm-hmm. does Cox go ahead of Nolf? Does he go ahead of Imar? No, he definitely is not passing Imar. Not in, um, and I don't know if he could... Nolf is amazing. He's only Nolf has only lost to Isaiah Martinez, and he had the highest bonus percentage in the country last year, higher mm-hmm. than Zane's. I I don't I don't think so, and probably a tougher weight. Fifty seven was was tougher than one ninety seven, and that matters too. I don't know. Okay, well I can't now, wait. How about how about this? Do you do you take out Kyle Snyder until he wrestles? No. Because that's just uh, aberration, right? That's just like, I mean, it's just you're just a trick. That's just a gimmick. Because he's going to wrestle. He's going to wrestle, right? It's like why be disingenuous? Why he's the plan is for him to wrestle. I wouldn't do that for anyone else. So why would I do it for him? Um, I think he belongs. Now, if it gets to be, now as I say that, if it gets to be a long, man, I don't know. I don't know. Because I remember with Delgado, he missed so much time. He missed so much time. Oh, that's another one. We were talking about 125ers coming out of nowhere. And, and I don't mean Jesse came out of nowhere, but I mean he um, – When he beat McDonough, that was out of nowhere. Right. He he had won the National Collegiate Open. Right. He had a great – he had a pretty darn good year. And then he came out and, and 
Barnstorm, the NCA. So uh, that was another one that we that we missed at 125. For sure, for sure, Jesse Delgado. So yeah, um, I got some work to do. Is what is what this? Uh, when when are, when's what's the ETA? I, I said it. I'll say it again. Monday. Next Monday. Next Monday. 125 we, rankings. All right. All right, thanks for joining our conversation. Yeah. Um, the last half of the show. Y- you keep talking. i got to pull up the song here. I got The last half of the show turned into a conversation, and I don't know um, how to even put in the minutes for this, really, because yeah. we were all over the map. All over. Uncharted. But sometimes all over the map makes for interesting. Yeah, I agree with that. Interesting radio. So we thank you once more for tuning in to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. We got a lot of, got a lot of good content Headed up today, top 10 matches of last year. Speaking of Division One wrestling, that's now up on the site. we got a lot more stuff. Plenty of Cadet Worlds matches, in case you're still getting caught up there. And we'll be back Thursday, Willie. Can you commit to the people Thursday? I commit. I'm, I just verbal to FRL. He just verbal to FRL, class of tomorrow, and uh, or class of Thursday. See you guys.